0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hi, pet parents. This is Michelle Fern, host of Best Pets for Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, this show is for all of you cat lovers. Just think of this. Kitty litter, beautiful. Usually it's not a go, right? Stay tuned. I can't wait to share with you this great new product.
0: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Petco,
2: where the pets go $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to petcodeals.com. That's petcodeals.com. Petco, where the pets
1: I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first.
2: You'll find reviews on home repair to health care, written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call, and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, the you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like to introduce Brad Baxter. He's the president of kitty Agogo. Welcome, Brad. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. Most people, when they think of kitty litter, litter boxes... They're not pretty. They try to make them okay looking because a lot of people have to have them out in the open. You know, there's not a garage or a place for the kitty litter, but they look like kitty litter boxes. I mean, they're smelly, they're a pain in the neck, they're cumbersome. You created something that is actually beautiful. I never thought I would call a litter box beautiful. (laughs) How did this come about?
3: Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the the litter box, you know, in the in the state that we all kind of uh, see it is usually a tray with uh, kitty litter in it and ugly clumps sitting there, waiting for somebody to scoop them out. And if you've got a beautiful home or a nice apartment, uh, maybe with not a lot of space or a basement, um, and you need that litter box out in the open, I mean, that's really the last thing you want to be looking at or having your guests look at. So what? What we've come up with is a product called Kidia Gogo, and how this is different is that it's, um, it's a hooded litter box, and on the hood, it has a very beautiful design, so you can match this to your home decor. We've got six different designs. And it's also very convenient to scoop and to clean out. It's got a drawer that actually pulls out so that you don't have to remove the hood. You just pull the drawer out and then you've got very easy access to uh, scooping the clumps. And um, everything is hidden under the, uh, under the hood. And, and the hood is, uh, when I say hood, it's just kind of a curved cover on top. And the design is printed on this hood. And so that's essentially what you're looking at in your home. And we've got designs that span from polka dot to shiny black, to uh, leopard print. Uh, We have a wood grain print. We have a flower print and a metallic print. So there's all kinds of uh, different designs that'll fit into your
1: home. Well, they're really beautiful because what I want my listeners to understand, it's not just something, a design printed on plastic. It looks, I have the wood grain one. It looks like almost, looks like almost a granite countertop. It's, I know it's wood grain, but it looks like to me, a kind of a version of a granite countertop.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's called a burl wood um, look, and it's, um, it's a different kind of wood grain. But what you'll find with these um, prints is that they're very high quality. Um, they're very deep, and they have a clear coat over the top of them as well. So these are very high quality um, surfaces. Um, meant to be, uh, you can wipe them off very easily. But like I said, the prints are very high quality. It's not like uh, on some of these uh, printed products where you can sort of see the um, pixels and things like that. That's not at all what this looks like. This is a and actually the uh, polka dot and the flower print versions are um, are actually hand painted. So you know you're getting a very high quality print um, on these. The the leopard and the uh, burlwood use a, a very special printing process to get that high quality look, but. Um, yeah, it's a deep, glossy um, look. It's it's not a cheap uh, uh, printed look.
1: Besides the convenience of a drawer that pulls out so you don't have to either dismantle the whole litter box and lug the part containing the litter outside or get all messy, there's a piece that rakes up all of the clumps and logs and stuff in there and brings it to the front. That's really convenient, too.
3: Yes, it is, yeah. Uh, when you pull out the drawer, about a third of the drawer is still inside the uh, the hooded uh, litter chamber and uh, the the rake is uh, situated such that the, the tines of the rake are at the rear and, and you just grab the handle of the rake and you can pull it forward and bring everything to the uh, front of the tray if you want. And then if you want, you can just use the rake itself to remove the clumps and transfer them to a, another container, a waste container. Or if you want, you can just use it to bring the clumps to the front. And then we also have a scoop that um, is kept on the back of the unit conveniently in a little notch. And you can use that then to remove the clumps if you want to as well. So you've got really two options for cleaning it. And the tray itself that pulls out is lined by a clear plastic liner that can be replaced over time if you want to. Um, That helps to keep the the odors and residues and things like that from sinking into the plastic of the uh, of the drawer that you pull out so those are replaceable and we sell those as well but they are reusable it's not like you uh, use them for a week and throw them away it's uh, it can be used for several weeks and it's really up to the customer to decide when they want to uh, replace those
1: now i have to ask the creator of kitty a go-go what was the thought behind it
3: well, I didn't actually design Kitty Gogo. It was uh, the brainchild of a actually a fashion designer clothing buyer out in uh, California. And she came up with an engineer. And the engineer, I think, probably worked on a lot of the functional aspects of the litter box. And then she was in charge of um, uh, the design part of it. And I mean, I have to say, she really did come up with some, some beautiful prints and um we were just at a trade show a few weeks ago, and we had a very, very positive response to the um, just to the look of the of the litter box, and um, so that so that's how it got started. They they noticed that there was a real gap in the in the cat product market for designer type pet products. Uh, there was a lot to be off to be found uh, for dogs, but there really wasn't much for cats, and that was the uh, the market niche that they were trying to uh, to hit with this product. And then last year we acquired the product line and uh, we've been getting a great response ever since.
1: Is the Kitty-A-Go-Go as yet in different sizes?
3: It's all the same size. Just to give you an idea of the size, it's about 17 inches high from the floor, and it's about 18 inches wide, and about 21 to 22 inches um, in length. So it's pretty compact, but it uses its space efficiently, so you can get a fairly large cat inside. The other nice thing about its it's got uh, four rubber feet, so it won't scratch your floor, and it's got a nice handle on the top, so you can just pick it up and move it around. You know, In a small space, sometimes you might want to just pick it up and move it to a different location. If you're having guests over or whatever, you might want to move it to a different spot. It just makes it easy to, uh, to move it around. It's compact, but it's very efficient.
1: Do you have any other similar products coming out soon, add-ons to Kitty Go Go, or maybe different styles, different designs?
3: Well, we actually do have some things in the works, which um, actually I can't really say much about it at this time, but it's just because of the nature of product development. But I have to say, yes, we do have um, some things that are going to be coming out that are related to this product in particular.
1: Well, that would be great. It's nice to hear that there's something new for cats because they don't get as much as dogs. You know, dogs are more apt to have the toys and the treats and everything. I mean, cats, you know, a nice litter box is the least we can do for them, right? I mean.
3: Well, do you think that's got to do with the cats being not so appreciative of their, (laughs) you know, dogs are always uh, very appreciative of anything their owners do. And uh, cats, they, sometimes they just don't care. Maybe that's why, I don't
1: know. (laughs) I don't know, my cat I think he's part dog, so he oh. he shows appreciation <laughs> in his own way. And he yeah. loves the box. It was, you know, different getting him used to a different box from what he had. Mm-hmm. But once he got in there he was fine with it. And he is a large cat. He's about thirteen pounds. And he okay. was he was fine to use it. He had no problems at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was good to know. Now where That's can true. our listeners find out more about Kitty Gogo?
3: The best place to go is To um, our website, which is kittyagogo.com. That's K I T T Y A G O G O.com. And um, we've got all kinds of information there, and you can certainly order one directly from the site. And if you tell two friends about Kittyagogo, we give you $30 off your uh, purchase price.
1: Oh, that's a great offer. And listeners, you can also find out more on the episode page of this segment. There'll be a picture of a A Kittyagogo product and a link to the website. Brad, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling our listeners all about kitty a Gogo.
3: Great. Thanks a lot, Michelle.
1: Thanks, listeners, for listening to this segment of Best Bets for Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks to Mr. Dennis for testing kitty a go and he loves it. He absolutely loves this litter box. And thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound great. Stay tuned for another great product you just can't live without. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet
3: young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right
0: food for your pet at a great value for you. Be better together.
2: Go to petliferadio.com slash pet and save up to 30% on toys, collars, leashes, pet smart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to petliferadio.com slash pet today. dyson the new dyson animal vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust dirt and pet hair from the home or car to order your dyson animal vac go to petliferadio.com forward slash dyson petliferadio.com forward slash dyson to order your dyson animal vac today dyson music to your ears Smarter Pet Life Radio listeners. Try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership Plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com.
0: Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Dog pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio.
1: Dot com. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'd like to introduce Tom Arnold. He's the CEO and founder of Pet Hub. Welcome, Tom.
0: Thanks,
4: Michelle.
1: Can you tell our listeners what is Pet Hub?
4: You bet. We are focused on getting pets home faster and safer than ever before. And the way we're doing it is we have an actual pet ID tag that links to a free online profile that when scanned with a smartphone, or they can type in the web address on any computer, it brings up the profile about that pet.
1: That's a great idea. So how does it work?
4: Sure. So how it works is when somebody scans it with a smartphone, We display the profile on our website, but in addition to that, we're also pulling any data we can off of that cell phone, such as its GPS location, and then we email the owner of the animal with a map showing where the pet was when it was scanned. We also have some other things where the owner can bundle up all the data that they've entered on our website, and they can transmit it to all the shelters in the local area where the pet went missing.
1: Here's a question for you. For some of our listeners that aren't that tech savvy, what exactly is it that they're scanning? You said there's something to scan on the back of the tag. What is that?
4: That is actually called a QR code. It stands for a quick response. And you're starting to see these show up everywhere. You'll see them on doors for retail companies. You'll see them in magazine ads. You'll see them on the back of ketchup bottles. I was even told somebody saw one on a banana. That When you scanned it, it actually brought up recipes for, for Chiquita bananas.
1: It's a symbol on the back. It doesn't look like a UPC code. It's another type of code.
4: They call it a, uh, they call it a two-dimensional barcode. So where a UPC code is just looking at the, the width of a line, QR codes are actually looking in both directions. So it's looking at the width and the height of uh, of individual lines and dots. It's looking at patterns as well. And because of this, it allows a lot of data to be stored in that simple little barcode. And in our case, the data we're storing is a simple web address. So when you scan it with any of these free applications that are out there for your phone, it causes your phone to launch a browser and go to that website, which in this case is a unique web address for your pet and its profile. It's kind of like Facebook for pets in some ways.
1: Oh, what a great idea. Now, how did you think of this?
4: Well, I was traveling quite a bit. I left Microsoft to start this company. And I was on a project in Hyderabad, India for a month that turned into three months. And I felt really out of touch with my cats. And I kept thinking to myself, if only, only the person who's taking care of my animals communicate with me and that's another aspect of our service is I can share all that data with the person who's taking care of my animal so they can see the dietary needs it has, the medications it's had, its rabies shots information, its licensing information and all that. They can go and do additional updates to its records and I get notifications about those updates and if somebody happens to scan its tag because it got out, I actually would get an email notification and a GPS map and I could notify the sitter myself and the sitter themselves would also get an email.
1: Such a great idea. And it's such a way to use what's available, you know, new technology, what's available up and coming right now to solve an age old problem. You know, what happens when your pets are lost.
4: Exactly. And we were trying to, I wanted to add one more thing for your listeners. We're trying to create a whole comprehensive solution. And so In addition to scanning the tag and showing the data, we also have a partner where when an animal goes missing and is injured while missing, we have an insurance piece that kicks in only while the pet is missing, and it does it automatically. So if your animal is injured and you or somebody who finds your pet takes it to a vet, they're covered for up to $3,000 medical insurance, and that's something that only costs an additional dollar per month.
1: That's... Very helpful. And that's unique. I haven't heard of anything as good, but there's some other, you know, tag ID type of companies out there, but I've never heard of one that also has that insurance piece, you know, that kicks in. That's a great idea. Thanks,
4: Michelle. We're we're really excited about it. And we keep adding to it because we are basically software people and we did the tag ourselves, but now we're licensing our technology off to other tag manufacturers. Red Dingo being one of the most recent ones. So you'll start seeing these showing up in stores. You can buy them from anybody who sells Red Dingo tags. They have our barcode on the back of their tags. So we're not trying to sell tags. We're trying to sell peace of mind through our services.
1: What other types of products or add-on products are you coming up with for uh, Pet Hub?
4: Well, a new thing that's coming out here in about a month is an iPhone application. So once again, after you type in all of that great data about your animal and then you can link a tag to it, we thought why not allow the owner and anybody who the owner has shared their pet's information with, allow them to see that on their iPhone app. So imagine if you will, I'm a pet sitter going in to take care of an animal and you have shared your pet's information with me through their profile. I bring up my iPhone app and I can see your pet's data And I can go and see, oh, he likes half kibble and half wet food mixed together. And then he has to have this special pill after eating or maybe it's before eating. But all those little details that we all have to put in about, like, what's the command word when he wants to go out or how does he tell you these things? So all of that stuff can can go into the profile. And then the beauty is, is that once you're back home and the pet sitter is no longer working for you you can remove them from that pet's profile and they can't see your pet's data anymore.
1: Oh, good idea. Is an Android app coming up soon too?
4: <laughs> Very soon. Uh, we started with the iPhone. It was the easiest for us to test because there are so many phones out there that support Android. You can run into hardware compatibility issues, but now I'm, now I'm geeking out on you, Michelle. Sorry.
1: That's okay. You know, I, okay, right now I have an Android type phone, but what about iPads?
4: Absolutely. iPads will work as well. They can run iPhone applications. And again, even if you don't have any of these smartphone devices, you can do everything from a web browser on your computer.
1: I have another question. A lot of people have chips in their animals, microchips. There's good and bad. You know, I think the bad part is you don't always know if there's a chip in the animal. And there's a lot of people, even if they're tech savvy, that They don't know where to go, or a lot of people know in the U.S. you can go to the Humane Society and they'll scan the animal, or a vet, and they'll scan the animal. But not knowing the chip is on the animal is one of the deterrents. Is there a thought of maybe putting a code like this in a microchip under the skin type product?
4: Uh, We're not looking into doing that ourselves as far as is that. um, Because we're a software platform, if somebody else chose to do that, they could have it linked to their pet's profile on our site. We actually didn't even go against the battle of the microchip because the microchip we look at is actually a nice safety net. And this is my own personal opinion. I know everybody has different opinions on this. I actually have chipped my dog because the way I look at it, if with one of our collars or one of our ID tags. That helps get the pet home faster because somebody's going to find that and scan it or view it sooner than somebody who's willing to take it all the way to a vet or shelter to hopefully scan it for a microchip. So, I look at it as a safety net. The problem that we've been hearing is according to American Humane Association, only about 5% of people chip their pets, which I was shocked to find how low that was. And then the scary number is that of those people who chipped their animals, 58% of that data is outdated. And that's why we're excited about what we're providing because When somebody scans your pet, you get that notification, and if you need to make any updates, we prompt you to make those updates. And uh, you can go in real time, go and do quick updates to your pet's profile as far as your phone number, your latest vet, and things like that. So that's a big difference between us and the microchips.
1: I'm one of those, I haven't microchipped, but my dog is um, a rescue and he's tattooed. So I don't know if that would help or not, but he has you know data and he has a pet hub he's wearing. So I agree with you with the chips. I mean, a lot of people don't know that to take till they take the dog to get you know scanned. It seems like it would take a lot longer, and I think it's more effective probably than a chip in some cases. Absolutely,
4: and, and we're we're all about what's going to get the pet home faster and safer. So whether it's one of our tags, a partner's tag. Or even if you don't do the tags at all and you just set up a free profile on our site, you can even enter your microchip number on our site and then you can search for a pet based on its license number, its microchip number, its rabies tag number. We're trying to come up with all these different unique identifying ways so that when you find a pet, you have a place you can go to to look up anything and everything you can think of to find the owner to get it home.
1: Okay, we've been talking about the place to go and look up this stuff. Where is that place?
4: Well, if you want a high-level description of what we do, you can go to pethub.info. If you want to sign up for a free account, you can go to pethub.com.
1: Okay, great. Now, let's talk about some of the fun, creative stuff. We talked about the tags. We um, explained, you know, about the QR code on the back. What about sizes of tags, designs, dog, cat size, et cetera. You
4: bet. So these are actually changing as, as far as, uh, and by changing, I mean we're getting more and more options as we find more and more partners. So we have tags that range from an inch in aluminum, so it's really lightweight for cats and smaller dogs. We go all the way up to an inch and a half for the really big dogs. We have tags that, again, we have aluminum tags that are laser etched and have the QR code on them, We have another type of tag that's a stainless steel core with a polymer coating on it that is really resistant to any kind of scratching and things like that, and it has some cool different designs we have on it. And we're always coming up with new designs. And uh, those are all made in the United States. And then we have a partner called Dog IDs who puts out these really cool collars. They're called scruff tag collars, and they lay flat against the dog's neck so you don't have any tags jingling. And those those come in a variety of styles and colors. And uh, I encourage you to check out dogids.com. And then, let's see, Red Dingo is our latest, as I mentioned earlier. They've got like six different designs, a skull and crossbones, a bone, a paw print, a tiara, and there are different colors like hot pink and blue and red. And so you can go to pethub.com slash get tagged, and it'd be get hyphen tagged. And you can see all the different options available.
1: Okay, that's good. You no, know, most important is getting the pet home faster, but we want him or her to look cute, right? <laughs> um, exactly. Now, do you have any interesting stories of pets finding their way home?
4: We actually do. We had one that happened a year ago. I was when we just launched the service. I happened to be traveling myself, and I was watching since we were a new service. I was watching things really closely so I got notifications on everything that was going on and I was actually down in Brazil uh, with some friends and what happened was a woman was driving along the freeway and she saw all these cars stopping and backing up and was wondering what was going on and pretty soon two dogs come running down the median towards her and she realizes these dogs must have been out in traffic so as she saw them She opened up her door in the off chance that they would jump in, and sure enough, both of them jumped into her car. And she continued on and went to her attorney's office. I guess she was doing some closing deal, and that's where they saw the tag. And they were able to scan the tag, and they weren't sure if it was scanning the tag or typing the web address, and they did both. And, of course, both options brought up the profile about the pet, and they were able to get the pet back to the owner.
1: Wow. Now, do you know how the pet got lost initially?
4: I think it dug out from under the fence.
1: That's a common one. That's more common than, than people know.
4: And what's surprising too, Michelle, is, is the other statistics from, I think it's uh, U.S. Humane Society says that one in three animals can expect to be lost in its
1: lifetime. I found a few, I think sometimes when you have a pet, you know, especially dogs, other dogs come to it, you know, they like to they travel with their pack animals anyways. So I found a few just from walking my dog, a stray dog coming up. And this was before a lot of the technology that's around now. And sometimes when I mean, you hear crazy stories, like one pet that I found, there was a just a tag and a phone number, but this was a, a while ago, years ago. And I called the phone number, didn't hear anything. It was a Karen Terrier, and I remember he was a little stinky, so I gave him a bath. And they told me sometimes Cairn Terriers are a little stinky, so sorry for all your Cairn Terrier p- parents, but that's what I've heard. And I didn't hear back, and I was waiting, waiting. And the, what happened is the sitters had to break into the home of the people that they were watching the pet for in order to get the, the message from the answering machine. Oh, right. And how crazy is that? It took like two or three days because they were trying to get a hold of the people vacationing, their friends, and couldn't get a hold of them. So, you know, had they had a Pet Hub tag, they wouldn't have had, you know, any of these problems.
4: That's a perfect example. I've actually done something where I've gone on a trip and it occurred to me, I completely forgot to put my pet sitter's information on his profile. And there I was sitting at the gate getting ready to get on the airplane. And all I did was I jumped on my iPhone and I just updated his profile. It took me like two minutes to update his profile with my pet sitter's phone number. And I was just so relieved because it was that simple in real time to go and and just put the latest data on his uh, pet hub
1: profile. Makes a difference. and, And yeah, peace of mind for finding your pets faster is a wonderful thing. Now, where again can our listeners find out more information?
4: You can go to pethub.info for a high-level just information about what it is we do, or if you want to go and get started with one of our tags or a free account, just go to pethub.com. And I would like to really make sure everybody understands, if they buy a tag and they link it to the free profile, they can be done then and there. We don't charge for data storage. We don't charge for any kind of updates. And not only that, we'll replace a tag. If anything goes wrong with it, we'll send you a new one free of charge.
1: How wonderful. And listeners, you'll also find out a little bit more information with a link to the Pet Hub website and a picture of a tag on the episode page of this segment. Okay, listeners, all you pet parents, we have a special offer from Pet Hub. We are going to have a giveaway to the first five listeners that write me and tell me their best pet find story, whether it was a pet that you lost and found or a pet that you found and brought to the owner's home. You can email it to michelle at petliferadio.com and Tom explain what our listeners will get.
4: You bet. So we've got uh, a dog tag or it's small enough for cat as well but it's basically the polymer coated tag I mentioned earlier so it's highly scratch resistant and we can send that off to them along with a gold subscription and our gold subscription provides one year of $3,000 emergency medical insurance. So If your animal is injured while missing, then up to $3,000 of your vet's bills will be covered after a $50 deductible. It also includes the notification when somebody scans your tag, and it includes a map of any GPS data we were able to pull off the phone that was used to scan your pet's tag. And, of course, the Amber Alert uh, or the Shelter Alert type system that we have where you can bundle up your pet's data and send it off to uh, the shelters in the area where the pet went missing. If you don't mind, Michelle, I'd love to also offer a 30% coupon to your listeners if they type in, for any of our tags or collars. if they type in Best Pets, that's B-E-S-T-P-E-T-S, We'll give 30% off to them for any tags or collars that they buy on our
1: site. Okay, listeners, act soon. Again, the first five emails I receive with the best pet find story will receive this wonderful prize from Pet Hub. And that's a great coupon code 30% off at PetHub.com with the offer code BESTPETS. Thanks, Tom, for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling our listeners how to have peace of mind when your pets are lost. Listeners, Please go to the episode page of this show and you'll find out a little bit more about this wonderful giveaway. And you'll see the 30% off product code BEST of PETS for 30% off at pethub.com. I'd like to thank my crew, Mr. Z, Dennis, and Nikki. Mr. Z is sporting that great pet hub tag for making me so happy to be a pet parent. And my producer, Mark Winter, for making me sound good. And, of course, my listeners, all of you pet parents, pet lovers out there, thank you so much.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.